alone. It was up. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What were you doing? An impression of uh, of what the how the Miz should have returned on Raw? Uh, it was that, or was either gonna be some sort of some sort of undead lich thing? But I almost died near halfway through. So what's up? <laughs> undead still relate, still relevant to that with yeah. zombies and other stuff and more. And yeah, still us, yeah, got eaten by zombies on Sunday. Still us, time to show up at like the what was it, the Daytona or something? I think it was. I, I, I saw him at a racetrack or something NASCAR related. Really? Huh? I didn't know. Yeah. Kayfabe is dead. Yeah. Like those zombies, hey! Hey! Coming right back, back, back to the zombies. <laughs> oh my goodness, I failed dead, don't you? Uh, work's been keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. Work's been keeping me busy, which Same. is, you know, it is, it is, it is what it is. Yeah, we also had some te- uh, not so great rainy uh, memorial, and yeah, not so great and very rainy Memorial Day weekend. Mm. That sucked. It sucks to be on the beach when it's raining. Oh, at the yeah, beach, God, right? I can't imagine. Yeah. How are the waves anyways? Like, are they even worse? I or don't is, even or is that wind or is that I know nothing about um, physics? The, wa- <laughs> the waves and the wind are stronger, but I do okay. not go to the actual beach itself. I can't, We were more just in the house most of the day, honestly. Except okay. for when I went to drop my sister off at, like, the arcade all the way down to the south side of the island. Mm. And um, then when I went to the bakery after that with my dad. Okay. Um, actually, strange thing. So, uh, sorry to get real world a little for you, but you know, there's kind of a pandemic that's hope that's hopefully ending. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was down in South Jersey, just about to come back north when I go into the Wawa there, and mm-hmm. no one's wearing masks. No really? one behind the counters. I walked in with a mask, and felt weird. Just being there, with, being the only one with a mask. Well, I, I don't. Well, as far as like that's concerned, I don't think you should. It. If you want to wear, oh, no. uh, my advice going forward is that if you want to wear a mask, wear one. If you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. Yeah, exactly. I still have to wear one at my job right now. A lot of it's it's just a North and South Jersey divide though immediately because every a lot yeah most people up here are still wearing masks. There are people that are not, as evidenced by being at Memorial Day being Memorial Day weekend at my store. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, but it's kind of good to see people still taking precaution, and it's a yeah. major difference between north and south. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna roll re- like roll that into an intro. Well, where are we? We're not in South Jersey. No, we're here on in North Jersey, but we're on a show, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we're the hosts. Where I guess last I checked, I yeah. don't know. Hold on. Well, I'll... let me let me kick the guy next to me. Hey, hey. Ah. Okay, you're there's on. There's no one there. Okay, he's not. There's I, there's no one there. I'm kidding. Yeah. I was worried you were trying to like make it seem like you were gonna be kicking me, but then uh, but you faced the total <laughs> opposite direction. Just kick it. Just kick. Just I just I do a super kick on the left side of the screen, and just a foot comes <laughs> in on your right. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, sorry. And we'll tell you that I'm Jared, and I'm Jordan, and welcome back to the J and J Securicast podcast. A podcast about who cares? Who cares? It's we care. Yeah. It's stuff we care about. Yeah, stuff we care about. Uh, uh, and if you don't, and if it's stuff that you don't care about, uh, 
while we're talking. You can check out the time codes in the description that Jared takes time to write after this while editing so you can skip to the bits that you want to hear us talk about. Exactly. Uh, but today we're talking about things like a bunch of new a bunch of new trailers, trailers including for Marvel's Eternals. Yes. Old um, the and le- more. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, I haven't seen all of that. I, oh, I've seen all but one of them, actually. Um, mm. We're talking about that Powerpuff Girls s- reboot script that was leaked. Uh, Script. Yes, uh, in quotations. We're talking about Dave Filoni has taken over Lucasfilm. That's exciting. I found a Mario's uh, Bros movie extended cut, and we've got a lot of wrestling news and wrestling-related things. But big thing that uh, we're missing right now is um, we're missing our guest. Uh, professional wrestler Kim Spirit was supposed to be here, KDB. Yes. She messaged me like right before it started, though. She's having like a family emergency, some sort of crisis right now. So we're wishing whatever's happening to be good right now. I'm not exactly sure what might have happened. She may or may not join. If you came for her, I am sorry. Yes. Um, we will hopefully, and if she, well, hopefully she does still join us. Not sure right now. Yeah, if she wants to join us, she will join us. If not, we will reschedule and, and you know. Exactly. We'll see. And for now, you guys can make sure you follow her on Twitter, which is right here, even though you can't really see it actually on the background of there. My head is now underneath the uh, lettering, so you can see it better yes. with my background. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you can follow her uh, at KDV on Twitter. She's yeah. hilarious. Yes. Oh, she is. Uh, on yes. Twitter, and that's also her Twitch, where I don't yes. think she's played in a while, but I know that she plays a lot of Skyrim. But um, for now, let's talk about what we've been doing. And uh, as you told me before the show, Jordan, you didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> no, I'm, my, my, my segment's going to be brief because uh, I've, I've started a new uh, freelance gig. Mm-hmm. Work's been good. Work's been keeping me busy. Unfortunately, uh, it means that by the time I get home, it's like six or seven o'clock and I'm tired. Oof. So I've not been able to do much of anything. Uh, my weekend is pretty much consisted of just playing Battlefront and bumming around the house. Mm-hmm. So pretty much nothing really extraordinarily new. Uh, oh, God, it's all the way over there. Um, nice. I did get I did get one thing recently that's kind of a little bit different. Ah, show toy us. Toy-wise. I'll show it off. I'll just show it off real quick. Sorry that I was um, My new job. <laughs> yeah, with my new job location, uh, I went to a... Uh, I went to see if a local comic book shop around that area was still there, just to see if it was open. And going inside, it's, it's a place called Comic Fortress uh, in Somerville. Okay. I believe it's a nice place, and I went inside. I'm like, oh, thank God, you guys are still here. Yeah. And they have a little, they have a kind of a decent little action figure section, which which I found something I've never seen before. Uh, really? An Imperial Shock Trooper. Oh. Cool. It is apparently, from what I understand, it's from um, the uh, Star Wars Black Series lineup. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's uh, from I did a little research. This this is actually a pretty rare figure from what I understand. This was sold only in Walmart and then later re-released for a brief time at GameStop. Huh. So uh, I don't really have a lot of Star Wars uh, figures around. This is like maybe my fifth one, I think, so far. Cool. Um, But I got to say, even though this is an older figure, it's still pretty solid, Um, especially like the um, hopefully this show on camera. So the metallic paint job done on the rifle here, it's quite nice. Quite nice way to differentiate from the uh, the rest Extra of the stormtroopers, and I quite like. I'm more of a clone troopers guy myself, but I gotta say, like these stormtrooper variants are quite fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's unfortunately that's pretty much it variants. for my past two weeks uh, speak- uh, that I can talk about on air. Speaking of like uh, clone trooper variants, more clone troopers and clones are in the Clone Wars that I was watching. Yes, uh, I'm at season five now. 
Oh boy. Was that, I think we were in season four when I last talked about this. Uh, yes, season four, yeah. Okay. Um, all the clones are still good guys. I was just thinking of all the variations of the armor of Captain Rex's, uh, like his most elite crew guys. Oh yeah. And all their different sets of blue armor. Yeah. That'd be, oh, that's, that would be like getting, um, that was it, the, the Knights of Ren? Is that what they're called? The Kylo yeah, Rex? from from yeah, Kylo's crew. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Okay. Speaking of, um, we're talking about speaking of Star Wars toys and stuff like that. Apparently, uh, they just stealth released a bunch of new Clone Wars action figures, really? including Anakin and I think Echo. Oh, Echo! From what I understand. I have. Yeah, I have. I've I've seen the pictures of it. It just popped up recently. I have not found it really in stores yet. Hmm. But yeah, so if you want an Echo action figure, I guess now's the time. Yeah, per- I, perfect. Uh, he just died for me last season, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, we'll see what we can get. Let's see. Um, mm-hmm. What did I last see happen in Star Wars The Clone Wars? I know I saw uh, all of Anakin's troops get, like, mistreated. Oh, I saw that by. Um, are you on? Um, are you on the planet Umbara? Yes, with uh, Have you General met Krell. Mr. Ponkrell? Yes. Oh man! Oh, we may have mentioned this a little bit last uh, last uh, last time. I don't remember entirely. I love this story arc. I'm so glad you got to this point. It's a fu- it's a fun one. It's Ugh. it's it shows the great the great range of uh, acting that the voice actor has. Even though, like Eric said, the same voice can be graining. Yes. Um, there was other things too, like Escape from Cadavo. Uh, I can't even remember exactly what that one was. Friends and Enemies. We had a, some sort of Naboo episode. Yes. With, oh, you know, yeah, there's this bounty hunter thing. There's this special, this whole arc where uh, Obi Wan Kenobi looked like a bounty hunter, looked completely yeah. like someone else. A stealth mission, yeah, to yeah. infiltrate the bounty hunter group, yeah. It was, that was incredible. Uh, the box episode was really cool. Yeah. With Count Dooku just right there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Asajj Ventress came back again. And mm-hmm. uh, she's a bounty hunter now, I guess, or she's working with bounty hunters. Yeah, she's working with uh, Bosk and uh, I believe, oh God, who, who is it? Boba, Boba Fett. Fett is in here? Yeah, yeah, the whole crew's in here. I didn't recognize him at first, but because they shaved him bald. Yeah, yeah, and he's got, he, he doesn't have the green, he doesn't have the green armor yet. Exactly. I saw Savage and Darth Maul again. Mm-hmm. At the very end, that was really cool. Yeah, what did you what did you think of the Darth Maul design? I didn't remember the spider like thing. Yeah, that's kind of nightmarish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really was. I was horrified. Yeah. yeah, I think that's based off of something from the comics. Oh, I believe they just they just I believe they looked at that and went like, "Yep, that that's awesome. We're taking nice. that." Nice. Well, and that's really the first episode of season five is another episode with them uh, with yes. the brothers again. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really short. And then a war on two fronts it was. We met Saw Gerrera, who is, I know in Star Wars lore is important. Yeah. But I don't know anything else about him other than now his sister just died in this episode. Yeah, Saw Gerrera is just, Saw Gerrera to me is just one of those characters that just keeps showing up constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and not in a bad way. I, I like I like Guerrero a lot, but he's just like he's he feels like he's in like everything. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, OK, that's what I got to in uh, Clone Wars. Uh, I finished Castlevania. Oh, no. OK, I meant to make a, this correction as well earlier is that Castlevania. I said last episode was 32 episodes. It's actually 28. Yeah. Um, another I have actually two more corrections. Cottonmouth is a terrible name for a villain, but he was played by Mahershala Ali, who will also be playing Blade. 
Yeah, remind me, Cottonmouth is a villain from Luke Cage. Yes, we talked about Luke okay. Cage at one point, the last the one of the other episodes. Right. And um, a better idea for an Indiana Jones to find in the new movie, the answer to Stonehenge. I don't yeah, know. that that would be a that would be a fun little plot. Yeah, that'd be fun. But Good film, but I don't know if we're doing. I don't think we're doing that. Yeah, based on based what on I, news. Yeah. Other than those corrections, other stuff that I did was I I binged through Vin, Invincible now myself. Okay. Wow. That's a good uh, show, dude. That was... I was hooked. Yeah. The reason why I took a few extra... Like, an extra day to get the episode out was because I started watching Invincible instead of editing that Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need to do a spoiler cast oh, on that yeah. show. Um, let me just say this. Um, in episode five, when Monster Girl got attacked really hard, I, I was out on my deck... Um, so uh, I, when I saw the show, it was also the weekend that I went to Zane, our friend Zane's graduation party. Yes, and after congratulations, that, Zane, by the way. Congratulations, Zane Bernie. Yes, our, our friend and comedian, Zane Bernie. Um, we will... I, I, I went up to my house in LBI. I was the only one stay, who was staying there, just, just so I could sleep in a familiar bed overnight before I drove back up the next day for work. This was mm-hmm. last uh, two weekends ago now. Yes. And... Before I went to bed that night, I was like, okay, let's watch this episode. Let's watch another episode of Invincible. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like one in the morning, but I wanted to watch another episode. Yeah. When Monster Girl got attacked, I am out on my deck and I audibly yelled, Monster Girl, no! <laughs> and the like, whole neighborhood looked. <laughs> and he, it was and, in and the, the whole neighborhood night. looked and went like, oh yeah, episode five, man, yeah. <laughs> they know. It's a brutal episode. Yeah, that man, that whole episode. I I I, I love the sort of the diversion of expectations that kind of this whole exactly. series has. And on the surface, it looks like, oh yeah, this 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 mission's gonna be easy. Oh no. No. Oh, never mind. Mm-mm. I mean, it, that's like the, that's like, if I could sum up that, um, this is gonna be terrible for audio listeners, but I, if I could sum up that whole up mission, it would be like, <laughs> Visually, if I could sum up the whole mission, it's just like <laughs> he gave like a slow, like weather, somewhat thumbs up, somewhat shrugged. Yeah, it's, his it's shoulders a, it's are going up and down, crying through, crying through a smile, sort of thing. Like hey, we did it, guys, kinda. Yeah, that whole. I now understand the think, the think meme. Yes. Uh, my, it's it's a beautiful scene. Also, uh, battle, yeah, battle beast. That's a season two villain. Hmm. Oh my god. Wait, who's Battle Beast again? The cat. The big cat dude with the hammer, red armor. Oh yeah, that guy. Okay, the guy. Yeah, yeah, one of the hired Yeah, him. One of the hired guns that attacked them. Yes, he they don't say his name in that episode, so they don't look that up. There's just a whole lot of just random things. Like one thing about the show is it goes fast. Yes. Don't care too much about some of the details. Like um whoever the hell Black Samson is and used to be. Yeah. Like, I I understand there's something going on with him, with his power, get, losing his powers and bringing them, and then coming back, but then we never really see them used that much. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, I mean, you don't really need to know much about him. Like, it's talked about, like, you know, how he lost his powers, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of an interesting character thing, but they don't go super into it, which exactly. I like, actually. They tell you, it basically, they, they give you a little bit, so they tell you who to and not care, who to care about and who not to. It seems mm. like we don't need to care about Black Samson that much. No. Yeah, we'll see what how where that leads to in the next season or that one of the next two seasons because there's two yes. seasons confirmed coming. 
Yep. Which is great. Oh, okay. I liked, I wrote a note that said the hidden identity thing is so stupid in this world where no one wears a mask. Yeah, most most people don't wear masks. No, like most or don't bother to disguise their voice or et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. Like, people are like, I didn't realize your dad was Omni-Man. Oh my God, it makes sense now. How didn't we know? I didn't realize you were Adam Eve. What? Huh? Like the, like Spoiler, the Adam- sorry, but it's, it's not part of the show. You'll realize it quickly. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole Adam Eve thing kind of makes, um, the whole Adam Eve thing, the explanation that they give is like, well, yeah, no one ever expects a superhero to be, attend their school, mm-hmm. so no one really clocks in. Exactly. And kind of registers that, which kind of, which I guess makes sense. I don't know. That that's I appreciate that explanation being thrown in there at least. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Of some uh, it gives us a little bit of what we want. Just just yeah. enough. Especially especially yeah. The whole disguise. The whole like no mask thing is kind of ridiculous. Especially when everyone has a phone. <laughs> and it's set pretty much in modern day. I want to say. Which is funny because it's it's a comic written in two thousand three. I wrote also the comic yeah. from 2003, but they have phones like it's modern day. Yes. Which is awesome. I Like, you see characters video chatting and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Invincible's a really good show. Watch it if you haven't. We'll, we'll have to do a spoiler cast, definitely. Yeah. But now, trailers! Oh, my! Oh, boy. All right. So we had a few trailers come out. How many of these did you see? Uh, I've seen all, I, I watched all of them today except for Old, which I've kind of, that's the one movie I'm not really into, but I'm familiar with it, so. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Eternals. Uh, yes, they, we don't really have man, much of anything. Uh, talk about a, yeah, talk about a group of, of characters that I know absolutely nothing about. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and then from this trailer, Gleam, not really much to go on. I mean, they, is uh, the Eternals are basically a group of gods pretty much that have been around since uh, the beginning of human the human race's pretty much existence they've been indirectly helping them develop and evolve haven't really directly gotten involved in anything basically within the mcu like they've been sort of watching the events of all the marvel movies unfold up mm-hmm. until now um but what i do like about i, I mean the trailer that? itself doesn't really reveal any action or any like direct villain okay oh. Whoa. Okay. So everyone on the Twitch stream probably noticed what just happened if they're watching. Your video was ahead of your audio. Oh, that's super creepy. It still is a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. Oh, God, it's bad. Yeah, I'm seeing it right now. We're sorry for you guys on Twitch. Um, Oh, man. Do me a favor, dude. Exit and re-enter real quick. All right. All right. We'll be right. One sec, guys. I will do my best to entertain. That's how you fill noise for the uh, audio listeners. All right. Because it literally took two seconds to do this. His audio is back. We'll get his video in a sec. Um, right. As you were saying, doesn't really tell you much of anything at all. We don't see no, any villains. No, it really does not. It's basically the way that we know that this is Marvel at all is the end of the trailer when they mention Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah, like we know that this is set... Uh, after uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think the synopsis was like some sort of crisis sets them off to actually start helping out in the world in somewhat. Um, Something big. Ooh. You know what's funny? Okay, okay. Um, and I don't remember who it was that pointed this out I was listening to. They said that Kunal Nanjiani's character, they said he was going to get Leo buff and fit in shape for him if he got a Marvel role. Mm-hmm. He's more buff now than he looks in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like in the trailer, like he kind of looks normal. Yeah, 
right? Yeah, but no, I've seen I've seen pictures of, of, of him. Yeah, he's huge Come now. Come on, Gianni. I pronounced that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just seeing the pictures of him. Hang on. Let me, uh, there it is for everyone. Yep. And he looks kind of more normal, honestly, like in the movie itself. He's got the skinny arms. Yeah. Like, good for him for getting in shape like that. that he looks great. Yep. Oh, yeah. But uh, he didn't look that way, honestly, on the screen. Or at least in the trailer. No. Uh, movie still looks like it's going to be great, though. Yeah. All right. Definitely, definitely going to be, it's not going to be like a Guardian of the Galaxies level. Yes. Explosion, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be well liked. Do you think so? There's a lot of these characters. Do you think some of them are going to die? And uh, Suicide whatever. Squad style or no? Cast like that, I imagine we're not going to see, we're not all of them are going to make it. Yeah. Especially if, um, if there are plans to use them in the future going forward. Makes sense. And they'll have to somehow involve themselves with the Avengers. Hmm, which, yeah, which will be interesting. Exactly. Um, next I have listed is Old, which I know you didn't see. Um, no, but I've seen, I've been seeing trailers for this. This actually does, you know what, this, I changed my mind, this does look interesting. Yeah, um, even, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's actually directing, which I wouldn't expect to be, like, I, it's weird, in the past few years, apparently he's been putting out good movies. Yeah, he's, he's been getting back into his stride, yeah. Exactly, he had, like, he's got a lot of bad ones. Oh yeah, the, the, there's there. He went through a, a dark period. Let's oh, yes. call it that. Exactly, and uh, we all know where it went. It's darkest. Yeah. In 2010, I think. The last Airbender. Yeah. But, Jesus Christ. Oh, we should do an episode about that one day. <sighs> okay, but Ugh. if I looked up uh, what it's originally based on, I believe it's based on the uh, short novel or uh, Sandcastle. Yeah, um, but but, bas- it, but it is based off a novel. Yes, and basically uh, there's these families that are on the beach, but on this beach people are growing up really quickly somehow, aging, getting yeah. old. Yeah, being on this island rapidly ages you. Yes, like there was um, there were some smaller young children that became older throughout the movie. There was a, like a child born and someone that got pregnant and gave birth in like a day it seemed like or at least that's what they seem to describe it genuinely kind of scary yeah honestly not sure how they'll escape or i wonder how any of them even got there no yeah i'm interested in it i'm not interested in scary movies most of the time but this is it looks cool no no this is no this is this is more of a thriller than a full-on horror but this is definitely it's got a pretty unique premise yeah um, we then had the Tomorrow War. So Which <laughs> is the one with Chris Pratt? Yes, it is. And is an Amazon Prime exclusive. Okay, yes. I got it, right. I didn't get it mixed up with Infinite. Okay, yes. good. Uh, tomorrow War, where there's a war, it's in the future, and uh, Chris Pratt seems like he's just this guy with a normal family and everything mm. like that, but he's a guy, and there's a war in the future, and the future comes back to the past to come draft people. Yeah. Basically, it's like we need more bodies for the meat grinder. Basically. But they don't actually say that. Yeah. I wonder, like, what they're going to really do for the more of that. He seems to, like, get this gauntlet on him. He has to go back and forth, maybe, to the future. Yeah. It seems like the gauntlet, that gauntlet allows him to actually move throughout time yeah. itself. Uh, we don't really get a good glimpse of, like, the aliens that are actually in this thing, which I kind oh. of like. They they show they show a bit at the end. It looks kind of spider-like. Yeah, That's it looked kind of spider like. Yeah, I, I, I will say I am. I'm appreciating this, um, this thing with trailers of being, being very selective about what they show. Yes. Rather than like the whole movie, unlike um, Spider-Man Bad Boys movies. Two. 
Yeah, Bad Boys 2 is a recent movie that I remember. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the trailer, and it's like, I feel like I've seen the whole movie now <laughs> in two minutes, and that's the worst kind of trailer for me. Damn. So good on good on this streak of, um, of, of, of upcoming films that just know how to do good teaser trailers. Hey, they learned from J.J. Uh, Abrams, I think. He's been, he, put out, he puts out some of the best trailers, mm-hmm. for the star, at least for the Star Trek movies. I, I, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I've seen those trailers, and they're good. Oh, I yeah. understand what makes them really good. Mm-hmm. Um, another trailer was uh, Last Night in Soho. Another like, oh, this one, I love this one. This looked cool. It, this this is the best. This is the best one for me. Yeah, the uh, main character didn't really speak any words in it, but I assume that they will be a talking character. No, no, um, this was uh, this is uh, directed by Edgar Wright, who directed Baby Driver. Yes, fantastic movie. He direct. He was the second director on, or was he the first on Ant Man? Oh, you know what? I bet he was. Yeah, because Ant-Man... Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Ant-Man had one director who dropped. Yeah. And then was replaced by another guy. Yeah, let me see. Who then also directed Ant-Man 2, and it was really good. That movie's underrated, by the way. Yeah, Ant-Man's a good one. Um, sorry, this movie seemed to be... It, it seemed to be like a dream sequence where the dream, whether or not the dream is coming to life. She has a better life in the dream and hates yeah, real life. Yeah, she seems to be able to go back in her dreams to the 1960s. Yeah, her character, the way that her just... Or, uh, the way her house looked in her apartment, it kind of reminded me of... Um, did you see V for Vendetta? Yes. Okay, Natalie Portman's character's house. Her house yeah. looked like that. Yeah, it reminds getting, me of that. I was getting those kind of vibes, and I know that instead of police coming in, it was a monster, I guess, whatever, that's trying to bring her to this night reality. Yeah, maybe ghosts or time, or like time zombies or something Time like zombies. Um, again, not, not much to glean from this trailer other than, you know, uh, the only other actor that you see that I saw prominent was, I believe, Matt Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I saw him on the, te- on the cast. A possible love interest. Yes. Which, I'm always happy to see that man in any movie. Oh, yes, him in his sexy face. Mm. Yes. Now, this is, next is uh, the one trailer that I did not see. <laughs> it, it, with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> was, he, uh, was, he talking, was he talking to stuff like this? Was he he talking? didn't talk all that much, to he, be he doesn't honest. Talk? Okay, he doesn't talk? No. He's not going to talk to the trees like this? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm making fun no, of the he, happening. You didn't talk much. Apparent, apparently, he's playing a, a guy who was diagnosed with schizophrenia at age 14. Oh, and carved look inside on his chest like a weirdo. I don't know. It feel it feels very like it. This Trying I've never I, I've never felt like a more generic action movie in my life. I was like assaulted by like it's like being assaulted by the color beige. I don't know how to describe it anywhere else. It's just like kind of like. Was it like super? I'm white? being hit by like this plainness. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm being assaulted by the color beige. This is what this feels like. It's just like I got nothing from this. I mean, apparently this Mark Wahlberg's character has lived multiple lifetimes, and he's trying to figure out what his past life was. Oh. And he goes on some sort of crazy action shooting adventure to figure that out. That's all I could get from the trailer. Uh, it's a Paramount Plus exclusive. Oh. Doesn't really doesn't really want to make me subscribe <laughs> at all. So maybe I'll see it in theaters if I'm really bored, but I don't know. The only thing that slightly tempts me at all anymore to get Paramount Plus is that all of Survivor will be on there. Oh, okay. I was a Survivor fan growing up. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, who didn't watch Survivor at some point growing up? Oh, definitely. Or at least one sort of, like, reality competition show like that. I was watching Big Brother, I remember, for one summer. 
and oh, I was yeah. a big Amazing Race fan too. I always wanted to do that with my mom. Mm, yeah, yeah, but uh, that's all we had for trailers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's time for uh, MC News, as yep. I'm calling it now. Con- they confirmed that Okoye from Black Panther is going to be getting her own show on Disney Plus. She's the best. She's the best. That yes. I don't know what else to really say that anyone else has already said. The same actress is coming back. It may be an origin story. Um, yeah. Check out any for any article that is basically telling you that. Yeah, pretty much. And um, I think I asked you. I asked you before the show when E3 was, and it's next weekend. You told me. Yes, it's starting on Saturday, July twelfth. All right. And one of the things that's expected to be announced there is a Guardians of the Galaxy game developed by Square Enix. Okay. Now this is interesting. This is news to me. I got the article right here. Uh, yes. I'm quoting from uh, Tweak Town. Yes, that's uh, just what came up. So, yeah, uh, so apparently. According to Tweaktown, we've known we've known since 2017 that uh, the Deus Ex developer, which is uh, Ios Montreal, has been working on a Guardians of the Galaxies project as part of Square Enix's uh, big multi-year deal with Marvel. Guardians of the Galaxies was in early planning phases at that time as Crystal Dynamics shifted towards Marvel Avengers. Now, now this now this next quote uh, kind of gives me pause. From um, in 2018, uh, this the head of the studio, uh, David and Fossey, I believe. I hope I pronounced that name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, was quoted on saying that he they wanted to place an added emphasis on the online experiences in our games, striving to continually provide players with content that is memorable and impactful. Now, if we're talking about a game that has uh, you know free content updates, that's great. However, uh, look at the Marvel Avengers game. Oh, uh, exactly. That, that look at game. how badly that flopped. That really and turned I'm out bad. really I'm, and I'm quite concerned if this game has been in development since 2017. How much of and, it is its original game? Yeah. Marvel oh. Avengers came out 2020. So it's probably whatever whatever model, whatever, like, if it's a subscription model or if it's, like, the like the Marvel Avengers player-based model that they're going to follow, this game's going to struggle. Yeah. And it's too late to pump the brakes and fix it, which is what I believe Gotham Knights is probably doing right now since they announced a big delay. Yeah. Didn't I heard another game... I just heard another game got delayed too. Actually, if I can bring up any more gaming news, yeah, that's something I remembered is that um, the sequel for the God of War game it got delayed. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Um, but but honestly, that studio can hit take like a year delay and be fine. Oh, exactly. Because because uh, from what I've seen from that God of War game, that game punches you in the face with money <laughs> at oh. every single turn. What do you mean? Instead wait. of Kratos punching you, it's money punching you in the face. Oh. Because it's just that that game's budgets through the roof. So yeah. I, I, and given how well it did, I would not be surprised if they delayed it for a year and were like, "Oh, we'll be fine." Yeah, exactly. Even from watching videos on it, it looked really good. I didn't ever, I didn't even see anyone finish the game. I should, I should look up some gamer. Yeah. If you're in the chat at all, recommend me. A, a, what what YouTube gamers do you guys watch? What who who did a good stream or a series on YouTube that I could watch? Put it in the in the messages here. Put it in the chat. We need some interaction. Yeah. We it says we have nine viewers. Yeah. It's jumping all over the place. Exactly. But yeah, going back to Guardians, um, we're probably Yerkers. we might see something at E3. Because Square Enix is, is going to be there, and they're going to have their presentation on the 13th. Mm-hmm. So we're That's going to find out. Next Saturday. One way no, or another. Next Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. By the way, that's two days before my birthday, everybody. Yes. So happy early birthday to me. I guess we move on now to a... Uh... 
<laughs> Speaking of something, we, we talked about something that might not be able to pump the brakes. Mm. Uh, this this uh, this thing we're about to talk about is not only pumped the brakes, but has possibly slammed on the brakes and has catapulted possibly its driver out a window to its death because we're talking about the Powerpuff Girls sequel. Who got who got in the driver's seat for this? Who said that this needed to happen? I said sequel. I'm talking about reboot. It's okay. Uh, Powerpuff Girls show. It's technically sequels. It's technically still yeah. In a way, it's a weird sequel reboot thing. So Powerpuff Girls on the CW. Apparently, the pilot uh, was so bad that it's currently being reshot, and it's been quoted as saying that it was just, like, too campy and not as down-to-earth as what they were expecting. Let me look at this. And <laughs> now, I don't know, and also, I don't know if uh, there have been script leaks. I don't know if this is the script for that specific pilot, but good lord, when they were talking about not as grounded as they thought it was going to be, I guess they must have meant that it wasn't bound by reality at all because I'm yeah. reading the script and no one talks, no human being no talks one. like this. No one does. It's, this Ugh. is the most baffling crap I've ever seen. I wouldn't, wa- like, see, I know it's CW, but oh my God. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I, I watched the I watched The Flash and I enjoyed a lot of that. There was never, like, the script, the writing, that was not this cringeworthy. Uh, let's, I don't know what's up with this. Let, let's read some examples here. Oh, um, God. Oh, boy. Uh, Buttercup. I'm not wearing that dress anymore. It's compulsory heterosexuality. Blossom, take it up with dad. <laughs> I sh- I, 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 we should bear in mind that these are this, these are excerpts. Probably yes. take, most likely taken out of context. P- possibly, yes. Jojo, I've delivered, uh, I guess Mojo Jojo, I've delivered everything I promised except free gelato Fridays, and that's only because the perfect scoop turned out to be a front for meth trafficking. Alessia Lawrence has no experience. She's impulsive and reactionary. Gina, she's exciting. Jojo, you you mean she's not a white man? <laughs> you know, you hear about reverse discrimination, but until it happens to you, offer no offense, you totally earned your petition. Optics don't hurt that what? <laughs> what? That is okay, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the vibe the script is trying to present and this to me is just getting a vibe of like this is a serious take that's trying to tackle modern issues in the most blunt and ham-fisted way i could imagine mm-hmm. if you're on the discord chat i'm putting this right now into um j and j type outs actually no i won't put it there if you're on our discord server i'm putting it into movies movies that's where i'm gonna put it for anyone else to see it because by god these reactions and these these scripts holy shit oh crap we're gone crap hang on jordan sorry about that whoop Okay. I accidentally clicked something on Discord and switched to an entirely different audio server. Whoops. Sorry about Sorry, that, everybody. On. Let me see. We we were at, we were out for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Not 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 too long, but a little bit. Okay. Yeah. We're all right. We're both back on air. All right. We're fine. Great. We're great. Sorry. I put it's posted. <laughs> the, in- reading the script destroyed our stream. Exactly. Our stream couldn't take it and was just like this. We're just like fuck this. I'm out. CW's watching us. Oh God! Get under! Get down! Oh God! They're gonna send uh, Eobard Thawn after us. Is it safe? I don't know, man. Out of the chair. 
getting back into it. I don't know, man. Hey, by the way, if you see like uh, Stephen and Mel like poking an arrow through its window, let me know. Will do. Will do. <laughs> I love how I saw the shadow almost move into lighting as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I got an another excerpt here. Uh, Buttercup, Dad, why'd you call the press? Blotham. Blossom. <laughs> Blossom's gonna freak out, and the last thing we need is another crack in the bell jar. Bubbles, Blossom's fine. I saw on Insta that she has a boyfriend. I saw her LinkedIn that she got promoted, and I saw on Facebook that she still got she talks to Grandpa despite their political differences. <laughs> Buttercup, coming back here is probably triggering for her. Bubbles, why? Cause she's the she's the one who killed Mojo. I mean, MoveOn.org. Good lord. M MoveOn.org. <laughs> Teeth. Jared, is that a reference to something? It's not. It's just... It's just that bad. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Well, this is this was made. Someone wrote this and thought it was good. They thought yeah, it was Yeah, I don't... Well, CW didn't think it was good. Exactly. Because yeah. they massacred my girls. Yeah, oh, I my. mean... I'm, 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 I'm fascinated to see if there's a recovery from this. I don't yeah. know if there is. They, they should just let it drop dead, honestly. Yeah. If I'm being honest. All right. Let's move on to something more positive and something that we can yeah, look more positive. Yeah, ahead. something that doesn't break the stream. Yes. Yes, that too. Yeah. We've got some news of Dave Filoni is now yes. officially in charge of Lucasfilm. That's right. Uh, you know, Dave Filoni, he was, uh, the force is strong with Dave Filoni, as it says. So, Lucasfilm quietly promoted the, uh, the executive producer and frequent writer and director of The Mandalorian to executive creative director for the entire studio, a rep confirmed with Variety. Uh, the yes. company didn't update its website with fin Filoni's new title until this week, which is when it began to percolate, then explode across Reddit and Twitter as if the promotion had just happened. I mean, hey, mm -hmm. Dave Filoni, is the re uh, he wrote a lot of the great Clone Wars stuff that I'm watching right now. Uh, he's the reason yeah. Ma Mandalorian is, like, as good as it is. Yes. He uh, is the man responsible. And, hey, guess what? When you do when you do good work and you put in, put in the time, guess what? You get rewarded for it. Yeah. That's how it should work. He brought back Star Wars. Not Kathleen Kennedy. He did. Yes. I don't even know what she did. It, she's just in charge of uh, Disney, I think. Yeah. That's all I know? I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, who played, um, what's her name with the gun? Fennec? I know who you're talking about. She played uh, Fennec? Hell yes, so happy for you, Dave Filoni. You uh, so deserve this. Wait, didn't she also play Mulan? I don't know. Ming-Na Wen. I know she was Fennec in this, because I could just recognize her, but still. Um, let's see. Excitement yes. Central, the 46-year-old, has been a fixture at Lucasfilm ever since George Lucas selected him in 2005 to oversee the animated series The Clone Wars, which launched in 2008 and ultimately ran for seven seasons. Only seventh season ending really recently. Uh, Lucas was such an important mentor for, for to Filoni that many fans see the latter as the true heir to the Star Wars mythology the creative mind who best understands what makes Star Wars work and what doesn't. After Lucas sold the company to Disney, Filoni created two more well-received animated series, Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Resistance. I actually don't know that one. And then Jon Favreau tapped, uh, tapped him to executive produce The Mandalorian, Lucasfilm's first live-action TV series for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Great stuff. I, I imagine, like, they looked at this, the just smash success of The Mandalorian both seasons, and, they just, and 
They just went, all right, yep, that's the guy. That's our guy. Ever since then, we've just been getting more and more hype from seeing the Kenobi stuff, Kenobi's cast reveal. We've seen, I think, just the announcement of all the different series that they were doing at, back at um, back at Disney. What was it earlier this in December, maybe? Yeah, the Investors Day. Investors Day. That's what it was. Yes. And uh, they announced all that stuff for like a. Were they showing investors? Please, yeah, please, please throw more money at us. Look at all the content we're making. Yeah, we had that whole one episode with a uh, of Mandalorian with a Jedi, just so we can make get her a show, even though she has yes, a show. Pretty much, yeah. Ahsoka's getting her own show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there's a delay again on the vocal on your vocals. Uh-oh. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I have no idea. It's, okay, it's only barely there now, but it's there. It's only barely. Okay. So I think we can work with it. It'll probably mm. fix itself Alrighty. on its own. With that being we'll said, with it. congrats once again to Dave Filoni. Yay! Next, Indiana Jones Five has more has some news. For one, it's going to begin its filming next week in the United Kingdom. Which, uh... <laughs> um, that was, like, the saddest. Yeah. That sounded more fart than trumpet. <laughs> Alright, so... So, yeah, it's set to start beginning. There's, we're getting another Indiana Jones film for some reason. I don't know how they got Harrison Ford he's out of bed for this. He's God, he's that old? Jesus. He's 78. His current release date is July 29th, 2022. A little yes. over a year. Yeah, um, pretty much. So we got some plot details are being kept on the wraps and like heavily, so we don't even know what it's about. Apparently, there are rumors that this is going to be like a 1960s space race theme, which I don't know how that would make sense with um, Harrison Ford's age. Yeah, I mean, like, is this a direct sequel to The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is set more in, like, the late 2000s? I'm, I didn't actually know Or that is this going to be, like, a Cold War story? I think it's a Cold War story. But also, yeah, okay. I heard that it might have Nazis involved still. Somehow. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? It I may have Nazis that. involved still. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nazis are always involved with it. I thought you said Jones. Nazisans. Oh, no. oh yeah, of course. Yeah, there's going to be Nazis involved because uh, that's just a thing. And, um, I mean, hey, when you think about it, and the truth is that the United States did hire a lot of the German scientists after the war. And a lot of, them made, a lot of them made rockets that helped us go to space eventually. They did, yes. A lot of stuff. So hopefully this this turns out good. This Indiana Jones movie, we'll see as yeah. more as more comes out about it. It's only beginning its filming, yeah. so hopefully we won't have to talk about it for a while now. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as cool as your mystery of Stonehenge idea, though. No, I don't know. Uh uh-uh. uh, not not gonna <laughs> no. be. I'm I I no. had the best idea. Hire this man, Lucasfilm. Hire for God's me, sake. Hi, please, Dave, um, <laughs> Dave. So uh, Dave. <laughs> Dave, I'm pointing up. Dave, look. I'm right here. Look at the creative vision. I'm right here. Look at the creative visionary Wait, that am I stands above before you? you. Wait, am I above you for you? No, uh, you're like to the left. On my screen, you're above. Okay. Pointing, am I pointing the right thing? I'm not. No, you did not okay, point the right way. <laughs> I'm pointing the wrong direction. Like okay, I wasn't sure because yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I know we can have it set differently on our laptops and computers. Yes. Uh, moving on, though. Super Mario Bros. An extended cut has been released of the original Super Mario Bros. movie. A major spot in the no one asked for this, but okay, bingo card. 
has now been filled. It's extended cut, restoring over 20 minutes worth of deleted scenes. Yes. A man by the name of uh, Garrett Gilchrist, who has been, uh, who has directed, edited, has been an artist on a bunch of several like B movie films. Apparently, with the uh, Super Mario Bros. the movie archive team, they somehow got a rough tape of like a rough cut of the film with all these additional scenes. There's a movie up the archive team to, like, for Super Mario minutes. Bros. the movie. I know. I mean that. I mean the. Per- I mean I imagine like that team is also like trying to find those as much like and preserve like like behind the scenes footage and interviews and all that stuff because the whole production of that film was a crap was show. A, a, I almost said disaster and adventure, but how about a disaster adventure? Let's call it that. Go, I'm, I'm clean with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> if you want to see this, I, I've actually never seen the Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm sad to say I've not either. I, I'm I'm a fan of of bad movies. We need to have some bad movie nights here. Seriously, if anyone's up for that, make sure to send us an email. Let us know. Comment here. Let us know what movies you want to watch. We'll have bad movie nights. I'll watch The Room anytime, anywhere. I mostly yes. just wanted the room watch party really bad. Yeah, pretty much. With that being said, we now move on again to, um... Speaking of sad trumpets. <laughs> All right, Mr. Cena. Mr. Cena was, um, released. Not re- not released, what am I saying? That's, that's next, sorry. Mr. Cena is going to get released. Because <laughs> he had to apologize to China. Yeah, so apparently he had a, um, he was promoting a new, oh god. I, I don't even know. Yeah, he was promoting, he was promoting something that apparently said something along the ways of implying that Taiwan was a country, yeah. which apparently to the Chinese government is a big no-no. Yeah, so John Cena can speak fluent Mandarin, by the way, for those who don't know. He yes. just knows Chinese, because that's mm-hmm. what kind of a star he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many other languages he knows, but Chinese is just one of the ones that I know he knows now. Yes. Um, he had to say, he said he called Taiwan a country in China because he does a lot of the promotions there. And yeah, as you said, he's he has had to apologize for political reasons, I suppose. Which is just like uh, I'm. I'm not gonna get into the whole uh, the whole thing of like is Taiwan a country or not because that's silly. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is a country. It's on the map, for God's sake. I mean, hey, every, 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 I guess, country probably has its own set of maps in such of how the world is. Like, we still, uh, well, aren't Russia invading some other, like, Middle Eastern countries or North Middle Eastern countries right now that they are remaking maps of? It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know. We need an updated map that has Sokovia on it. <laughs> Wherever that God. is, that fake country is. Uh, yeah. So, and people were giving him crap about it, but I, I, he, I guess he had to save his bacon. He's a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I imagine like producer, uh, executive producer suit man, I'm generalizing, to told him. Yeah. The president of Hollywood. Apologize. Yeah, pretty much. Whoever that is. <laughs> the fictional position of. Of power. Yes, I think actually one of the uh, one of the old celebrity roasts, Bill Hader, did a dre- did like a dress up as the president of Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It just reminded me of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. We move on. I th- well, originally now we would have had our main interview, I guess, with Kim Spirit by now, but uh, she is not joining us. It would seem. Uh, we w- yes. I wish her well though, and whatever is going on in her life uh, yeah. personally. 
Hey, so. can we can can we wish you the best and and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Yes, hopefully we'll see you soon. And I guess in that case, though, we'll have to just go right to talking about AEW Double or Nothing now. All right. That. Yeah, and, it uh, happened. And I gotta be honest, uh, I'm I'm still kind of not really hundred percent sure how to feel about the show. I really? enjoyed it. It was a it was a very good show. I was thoroughly entertained. Mm-hmm. Not sure how I feel about it though. Like there's I have. I have reservations really throughout the night about various results mostly involving Cody but we'll talk oh, about yeah, it we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> uh, we got time now tonight so we'll go up and down the card uh, sure I must first um, announce go ahead that's right call me King baby hashtag end new e-boy champion Jordan it's Soak his. it in, folks. Soak it in. It's going to him. I will give it to him this week. I will actually do that because yes. I have to give him something else, too. Yes. Um, I, just, I just saw the thumbnail of MJF with something stapled to his forehead. Oh, my. God bless. I forgot that he had something stapled to his forehead. Oh, God damn it. All right, we got to go through this yeah, card. Let's go through this, this card. Yeah, this was a very... This was a, this is a this fun was a, show. It's hard to talk about AEW without using words like great as like the bare minimum yeah <laughs> they just put on good shows yeah they just they know what they're doing um yeah. you can talk um i'm assuming actually i i watched every match of one i did not watch the pre-show match oh okay so i'll i'll just go into it for you and just say serena deep had a good had, uh faced riho originally they had faced off against each other in the opener of the women's eliminator tournament uh that went into the last pay-per-view uh revolution mm-hmm. where riho beat deep Yes. So this was a rematch. This one was actually for the title, uh, the NWA Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. And um, Serena Deeb healing it up on uh, this whole match. Yeah, this for the NWA. Yes. Women's Championship. uh, Ruling as a heel, rocking it out, just putting on an awesome performance. Yeah. And And that match is free online for anyone to watch. Hello? Yeah, Serena and Serena Deep. This was Straight Edge Society Serena. God. Yes, that's Serena from Straight Edge Society with uh, the big LG, Luke Gallows. Oh, yeah. Who uh, also made an appearance at one point on the show. Yes. And also with Joey Mercury, who uh, is one of the people that inspired, the, whose name inspired the show. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, good for him. Exactly. He, vo- yeah. he wasn't on this show, though. I don't know what he's doing yeah. anymore, honestly. Let's just yeah. let's just start the card itself. We got Adam Page facing against Brian Cage. Yeah. Cowboy versus Terminator. Yeah. What'd you think of Brian Cage's outfit as he walked in? I saw, I've only, I only saw pictures of it because I came in, like, during, like, at the very early point in the match. Okay. That looked awesome. Yeah. It looks cool, and Hangman's over as fuck. Yeah, again, this is this is a man that I can watch him do his taxes. Yes, and be entertained. Exactly. So I'm just gl- I'm glad he won the match. It was a great showing all around for both of them. Ricky Starks yeah. and Cook came out to try and give uh, Brian the belt, but in the challenge in the challenge for this match originally. Adam Page had said that, you know, I bet you can't do it without them. You Can you do it without them, you know, at their side and in the ring? And they came out anyway, tried to give him the FDW championship so he could try to cheat. Cage mm-hmm. did not want to cheat. And it looks like we're going to see a face turn from him, possibly. Yeah, I'm very interested to see uh, Cage as a babyface because he's going to be unstoppable. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the biggest standout spot to me of the night was the superplex onto the ramp. Oh. It was disgusting. Yeah. That was... That- that was the most painful looking thing of that whole night, I think. Uh, uh, definitely. Actually, that, there might have been one more painful. There might have been a few more painful in the uh, in the stadium stampede match. 
Yeah. Oh, boy. We'll get yeah, to but, that, though. But, yeah, but moving on to our next match for the oh, AEW. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. One more thing. Before yes. we before uh, we end off on this match, I want to we want to give a a big congratulations to Angman Adam Page and his wife. They are pregnant. Oh, congratulations. A baby. Oh, that's wonderful. They're having a baby. They announced it like either yesterday or today. I'm not sure which, but I'm happy for them. Good for Adam. We never see his wife on, t- on like BTE or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine Paige comes across to me as a very, a very, uh, a private. real family man, like a real yeah. private individual in a good way, though. Yeah, I think Kenny is the same way, actually, because I don't know what Kenny Omega's sexuality is. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, I mean, it's, we, we, no, his sexuality is belts. Yes. His sexuality is wrestling championship belts. Exactly. That's what it is. Yes, he was part of a gay team, but... Well, oh, that don't mean anything. Who knows? That doesn't mean anything. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Moving on to the next match, as you were try- as you were trying to do before, we had the Young Bucks defending the AEW World Tag Team Championships against Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Yeah. Are the- is that team just called the Wild Things? They, it I should be. It should. Yeah. I-, I saw the name Wild Things on a graphic with those two officially, mm. so I'm like, all right, that's their tag team name now. Yeah. Pretty much like uh, just a wild brawl to start with. Um. Involving like including involving their entrance where John Moxley, I think, almost hit a fan with a chair by accident. John Moxley, oh my god, during his entrance, he took a beer from a fan and drank it. Like and it was one of those bigger care. ones. I, yeah, he just didn't care. I, I would I, I wouldn't care now that most people are vaccinated, but he is in Florida, so I was I'm not as confident with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's probably vaccinated though himself. Yeah. So it's probably fine. So um, regarding uh so I love how this I love how this match originated from uh, fighting over Air Jordans. Uh, what are they? Air Jordan Dior's, I believe, the Young Bucks. I believe something like that. Yes, Dior's. Yeah, they've Very gone from shoes. like their traditional Young Bucks babyface to like like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga fashion freaks. <laughs> And it's pretty funny, and they're 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 unbearable, and I love them. Oh, it's it's perfect. <sighs> they're great on BTE. They bully Brandon Cutler. They're such dicks. And then Brandon Cutler bullies anyone else that he faces, or that he God. faces. He's BTE champion now, by the way. They finally oh, got really? the title off out of Sammy Guevara's vlog. <laughs> Huh. All right. Which, by the way, if you follow that, there, uh, Fuego del Sol uh, got getting a huge reception by the crowd. I saw lots of videos. I've shouted at him out before. Getting a huge reception. And uh, someone brought a sign that said a petition for Fuego del Sol to be all elite. And tons of fans signed it. Oh, wow. It was beautiful. Nice. I, I, I really want Fuego to actually get signed. The Bucks, once again, though, putting on a strong match. I think I was distracted for parts of this match, honestly. Um, mm. But they put on a wild, wild brawl. Yeah, this one was good. Uh, just a series of like what I call constant finisher denials. Yeah, didn't where it was like trying to go for the Meltzer driver. Nope. Trying to go for paradigm ship. Nope. Mm-hmm. Trying to go for uh, I don't know the Indy taker. Nope. Mm-mm. Just nothing. Didn't they do a Meltzer driver on like on the apron? Oh, not the, I the, think the ring they did. Or was on. It was on the. Or was on the uh, the ramp. Yes, it was on the entrance ramp. I think. Yeah. And. Jesus. I think the match ended after John Moxley took like four BTE triggers in a row, right? Yes, exactly. They just kept kneeing him in the head. Jesus. And that makes sense. Hey, I'm glad actually the show this match, though, that John Moxley is defeatable. You know, that he took the pin, which, you know, I, he doesn't take the pin. I expected Eddie Kingston to take the, this pin. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. Like, and he's kind of seen as the weaker one, really. Yeah, Eddie, yeah, Eddie Kingston is... Great, he's a, he, he's, he can be at a main event level, but he's not always. Yeah, exactly. Let's just call it that. Exactly. If he were to win the AEW championship, John Moxley would be able to take it off of him. 
Yeah, probably. I hope that wouldn't happen, though. I really hope that no. Kingston would have a good reign if he gets it. He better get the title. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, next, we have the AEW, the uh, Casino Battle Royal. Man, yeah, talk about something that uh, had no right to be as good as it was. Yeah, let's just... Uh, this this show was about making the fans happy and or doing something that was fan-oriented. And to, orientated and my goodness jungle boy winning it was all just for the purpose though of getting the crowd to at the end sing uh tarzan boy yeah pretty much yeah and that was successful um uh, yeah i mean the only thing i kind of wrote down for this one was just what a great creative finish with fantastic execution and zero room for error yeah because jungle boy and christian know, i'm trying to go to try and describe it like Tarzaning, swinging around the uh, corner pole of the ring to escape elimination mm-hmm. was like, man, if his hands were sweaty or if that that ring post was too slick, he would have just whoop, off the side and would have been eliminated. Good thing Michael Nakazawa wasn't there. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> right, thank God. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like people in this match goes... Uh, Shout mean, out to Christian, Pentagon uh, with uh, his Christian, Joker gear. Who was in Joker gear? I'm sorry. Pentagon. All right, yeah, he was. Yes. Uh, Sorry, you want to just everyone that's in the match? I'm not going to go through. I'm going to go through the highlights. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, always nice to see. Dustin was great. Private Party, Matt Hardy. Hang on. First, we got to mention Max Caster and his his roast. Uh, Christian, Christian, you were only cool when you had an edge. Oh, my God. And I love that look that Christian gave and is like, Like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, who is like... Who is this kid? <laughs> I, I thought he initially mouthed like, what, I don't get it, or something like that. Oh my god. It was brilliant. Max Caster is gonna be is one of the is a real master on the mic right now. Yeah. Uh, um, as you said, Isaiah Cassidy and Mac and Matt Hardy. Yeah, Matt Hardy actually I loved I thought he did a really good job with this. Yeah, uh, they those two of them entered and then they waited at the front there for uh, 10 from the Dark Order pressed 10 Vance to make his mm-hmm. entrance so that way they could attack him because the Hardy family is currently in a feud with uh, the Dark Order. Yes. Uh, came next was Nick Camarado and mm. Serpentico. Yes. Yeah. They came out. Uh, I, we got to see my boy, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., who I penned to win this match, unfortunately did not. Yep. Him and um, I thought he was. I thought he would be a likely favorite because of the the documentary about his dad that came out recently. Dark Side of the Ring, yes. You know, so maybe a lot, maybe, you know, people are really sympathetic. I still feel bad that I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Oh, check it out. It's good. Also, I because I also recently watched, um, what was the, the Ultimate Warrior one, which was the last one that came out? Oh boy! Solid. Solid. Okay. It feels yeah. like this is probably what the uh, it, the now hard to find uh, self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD was probably like. Because mm. my God, Jim Cornette tears him a new one. Oh yes. God, yeah. and now I'm looking forward to it. Oh, um, yeah. We'll be and we'll be remiss to not talk about uh, the Joker yes. card deck, the actual Joker, uh, the mystery pick, Leo Rush. Yes surprisingly um unfortunately didn't really last very long in the match sadly yeah and he was which is the only negative that i can really pull from this match the only big big one because he's such he's such because he's you know he's an exceptional talent wildly athletic um he did get to show that off uh for a good like three like couple of minutes but unfortunately ended up getting eliminated by matt hardy sadly um Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, pretty much as far as like the Battle Royal is concerned, uh, just real crowd pleaser. I'm happy for Jungle Boy. Do you see his uh, future AEW World title match being simple television affair? Or It's already been announced that it's going to be in not this upcoming Dynamite, but the next one. Okay, wonderful. Yep. All right. So it's going to be TVIS then. Yep, exactly. Which, I mean, hey, the next pay-per-view isn't until uh, like August or September. That's true. Labor Day weekend, one or two. Uh, next, we move on to <laughs> Homelander. What a Homelander, Paul Revere-looking punk ass. Oh, my God. Cody Rhodes. The American dream, my ass. <laughs> now, okay, we have to get this resolved. This match was America versus Britain. Yes. They had this kind of match it's, on Memorial way, Day. Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo, former boxer. Former yes. professional boxer Anthony Ogogo. Let me get up his stats while yeah. you talk. Olympic bronze medal winner at the 2012 London Olympics, I believe. Yes. Mr. Ogogo was. Yes, a 11-1 um, and one record. Yes. Now, now with this match itself, uh, definitely I feel like this match was kind of the low point of the show, to be honest. And not because it was downright awful it was just compared to everything else it was only okay by comparison yes i'll give it this it wasn't um, it didn't go very long no it definitely did not actually yeah this was like uh 11 minutes just yeah just under 11 minutes yeah yeah now we we kind of we and i know jared you were not happy about the cody winning as a result no i was not um, i okay also the entrances alone and it's 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 hard because cody's entrances are so big and grand he enters with all of his with a bunch of his students and then yes. you remember that he and QT are in this feud right now, which is why this match is happening, because QT Marshall is aligned with Anthony Gogo. They both run this school together. And this, Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, right? It, it, it's one of those things where it's like, don't think about real life. Don't think about real life. Just focus on the kayfabe. Exactly. Like, yeah. what? You're in the he's he's in the Nightmare Family, too. I mean, he, I get he took three guys that were also in the Nightmare Family and made his own thing. But it's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little hard to, when they're so close with kayfabe and reality that it's that's all, it's hard to take seriously. Yeah, it takes you, it, yeah, it takes you out of the story. You can't really exactly. invest in when you had it know breaks that kayfabe. factors in there. It breaks kayfabe. That's basically what it is. And when you break um, kayfabe, you're losing the fans' attention with the story. Yeah, definitely. Um, now we both, um, we now we both wanted Mister Go Go to win. Yes. Because I think we we like we, we they had built up the the uh, Gogo's kid uh, I almost called it a kidney punch <laughs> yeah stomach shot uh, kidney punch kidney punch kidney punch, punch. and pause kidney punch <laughs> stomach we, punch we teased that to that but yeah he established the uh, they established Anthony Gogo's gut shot to be an instant KO mm-hmm. for weeks. And it does do damage to Cody. Yes, it does. It did severe damage to Cody, but Cody still somehow found a way to win. Now that's how Cody does. I mean, yeah. again, it's also ceremonial. He came out as the American Dream instead of the yes. American Nightmare. Yes. And yet came out. This was America versus Britain on Memorial Day. Cody was always gonna win. Yep. Like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at. Him, I'm like, of course he was gonna win. I don't know why I didn't clock in that fact. Until after the match, but it's like, oh, duh, this was always going to be the result. But I mean, hey, um, I, I I thought the same thing when it came at the very end of the show too. Yeah, and I understand. Way. Like as much as we like to see, you know, Cody because Cody is a big star 
putting over younger talent and establishing them. Cody can't lose every single pay-per-view match because if he loses every match, beating him doesn't mean anything. Exactly. So he has to win some pay-per-view matches. He needs to start losing more TV matches then in that case, if I'm being honest, because he doesn't lose enough on TV. That's why his record is so good. I mean, I will give him this, though. He has not been doing a lot of TV matches. No. But he's he wins a lot of them still. Yeah. I will say, um, I will say with Cody, as long as the matches continue to be very good and continue to be great, I'm not going to complain seeing Cody on TV. Yes, yes, not too much. Yeah, I mean a little bit, but I mean it's if his matches go too long, also though. Unlike <laughs> yeah. this match. Yeah. And uh, the next match was actually the shortest match of the night, though, and it's the match that decided uh, that helped decide why Jordan is now our E Boy Champion. Yeah. Miro versus Lance Archer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mir- yeah, Miro got poggers in chat. What up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was a big hoss fight, for real. Yeah, this big beef. I just remember being like, smash shut, up, beef. shut up, this is my favorite song. Shut up. Everybody dies. And I <laughs> I kind of expected Miro, honestly, to be a bit of a transitional champion for some reason. I I don't know why, but I shouldn't yeah. have, because it's, it's, it's Miro day. Yes, it's Miro day every day. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, this is just the hard-hitting fun. Uh, nothing really stand up, but it was just fun. Uh, other than Miro just yeeting that snake. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully Peter doesn't get Peter is not called because that was not an actual snake. Yeah, yeah. I I, I looked at it. I'm like, there's no way that's an actual. Yeah. Snake. They would not. They would not be willing to. Miro would not be willing to throw that into a live audience. No, that bag would have moved also a little bit, and we saw it a little bit in the background. We saw we've seen it move after it had been thrown. Yeah, definitely. Sure, he intended to kind of kill the snake, but, you know. Yeah. But you can't really knock out a snake. It doesn't have bones or... It has... Mo- I don't know if you can knock out a snake. I don't know yeah. about snakes. Why am what I is talking? What is a snake? Exactly. Snake. What is, what is snake? What is snake? How is snake? Snake! <laughs> <I'm> God. <laughs> That's something I would have asked about... I would have had to do with uh, CPW if we had had our uh, friend come. Oh, um... I think, well, we've got three, four more matches left on the card. Before we get to that, though, um, I was just mm-hmm. reminded of something, though, about uh, because we're out, we're here on Miro, is that there was a bunch of WWE releases also that happened yesterday. Yeah, literally just happened yesterday. It's fresh. Yeah, and some of these guys were really big stars. Mm-hmm. Like, big. So I'll start from the bottom, though. Santana Garrett uh, featured mostly just on NXT television, putting over stars. She was big on the indies. She held the NWA Women's Championship for a year. And that's it. That's all we can say about Santana Garrett, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Next, uh, the other two women were Ruby Riot. Yes. Uh, was one of them. Very sad to see her go. She did a lot of good work. I remember when she just randomly entered, though. Um, remember when her, her debut, she just randomly helped out, I think, Ty Dillinger with Sanity, against Sanity? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was her teaming up with Ty Dillinger, Cassie Sono, and I believe a third gentleman. Roderick Strong. Oh God, who was it? Roderick Strong, yes, thank yeah. you. What a, wow, what a weird hodgepodge team to debut with. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, she went on, um, to the main roster, teamed up with, uh, Liv Morgan and, uh, Sarah Logan to form the Riot Squad. A really vital component of that women's division. Yeah. Honestly, on Raw, she was big with um with the kind of like the latter half of like Ronda Rousey's title run. Yeah, but uh, she uh, was she had that match with her. I think at Fastlane it was. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, honestly, just a really good talent in the ring and underutilized. Apparently, she was really feeling like she was uh, weeks ago. She seemed to not be really in it on whatever match she was having. I remember hearing yeah. Jay Biggs talk about that from uh, Wrestling with Regret. 
Mm. Yeah. And it, it, it's hard. It's hard to see. There we go. As as Liv Morgan put it in a tweet on in a tweet. Um, whatever roster ha- is good enough to have Heidi Lovelace, which was uh, Ruby Riot's indie name, you win. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that that puts it best. And the reason why Miro made me think about uh, this was because his wife Lana was released. Yeah, really really weird. I mean, she seemed like for for a brief time, pre-pandemic, she was on the brink of being fired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then like they but then she stuck around throughout 2020 and actually really put in a lot of work. Yeah. Teamed up with I think with Natalia and Naomi. Mostly Naomi. I think Form, Natalia, yeah, Natalia ended ta- up with Tamina. Yes, formed tag teams with them pretty started to become pretty sympathetic babyface. Yeah, she was going she was getting put through tables a lot by Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for some reason. Mhm. Uh she almost teamed with Asuka, almost. <laughs> what a dichotomy. Yeah, and then- I'm sorry, but what a di- what a contrast. <laughs> and then she was replaced by Charlotte returning Oof. for a very short run she returned. Ugh. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh let's see. Other ma- ma- and now it's just males that were released. We had Alistair Black. Yes, who was who just was starting like a new angle a with new Biggie character. Langston? Yeah, yeah, yeah completely new character the, run. He was supposed to be. He was on last week's SmackDown. Yeah, from what I understand, like all these talents were just told, like, "Hey, we're firing you because of budget cuts." Yeah, which I roll my eyes at that. But I was, um, I, I initially suspected that that Alistair Black debuted this new sort of version of his character. Yeah, he was reading a book. Vince looked at that and just went like, yeah, this is not working. Mm-hmm. There was a meeting between him and Alistair Black, and both of them agreed like, yeah, this new character is not really, we're not, neither of us are feeling it. Maybe. But I was hoping that that was the, that was what caused the release. I actually had heard the opposite. He said the opposite in a lot of his messages, actually. Yeah, he was, he's, he's been super positive about this whole release. He said his new, you know, he's been super professional about it. Yeah, he is upset though that no one got to hear his new theme though, which he said was like his best ever. Oh yeah, that sucks. That would have been nice to hear. Um, Very sad to see. Sucks for Big E though, because now who knows what he's going to be doing because i don't know that looks like that's where the rivalry was going yeah definitely um next was uh a person we haven't seen on tv for a while buddy murphy yeah uh one of the best cruiserweight champions that they've ever had oh my god yeah he was seriously skilled in the ring he is gonna make a mint on the indie division on the indie oh scene. absolutely yeah wherever he goes he's gonna be fine i think he should either go to njpw strong or just NJPW and compete in the Super Junior Tournament there. Yeah, New Japan. Yeah, New Japan. <laughs> he should. Yeah, just in. He just. He should be in New Japan. Yes, it'll be. Yeah. It'll keep him in his time zone so he can go back to Australia whenever he wants. That's true. Exactly. Actually, I don't know what, how close their time zones are, but hmm. uh, maybe it'll be close. I don't know. Relatively closer than closer than the U.S. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and our last talent who was released. Braun Strowman. Yeah, just that what was anomaly. What? Yeah, this is definitely the biggest surprise. Now, from what I understand, uh, a possible reason behind this release is because he had he had just recently signed back in 2018 like a massive contract. Mm-hmm. He knew his with value. Like the seven with like a seven figure minimum guarantee per year or something crazy like that. And if it is like and if it is as they say budget cuts, that would be one to cut, I guess. Which is, is Braun. I, I do genuinely really like Braun a lot. Yeah. As a performer, he's shown that he has like a wide variety. 
He's such a he develops such a range. He can be the big, scary, strong heel. He can be a likable bay face. He can do he can do hot stuff. He can he can do a bit of comedy stuff. You know, just just he became he actually really started to turn into a real polymath of a performer. He really did, yeah. And then like he was the last pay per view he was on, he was in the WWE title match. He was, yeah. Yeah, I, backlash. I, yeah, you know, I, I had another way of putting it, just for my family, just to put it. Uh, uh, for how insignificant these six releases were and how like big most of these stars were is that uh, I told them that WrestleMania each year has this match has the Battle Royals. The, that match is or those matches are so that way anyone that doesn't have like, you know, a big feud or match that's actually on WrestleMania, they can still appear on the card, be on the match. Be yes. the match. I explained to like my brother. Uh, I remember he's uh, to him like they didn't have those matches this year because, you know, limited capacity, couldn't have everyone, didn't want to, you know, COVID was still rampant. Said not a lot of the vaccine was out there yet. No. So I said to him that three of these six performers actually got to be on WrestleMania. Yeah, they were actually on the main card and were featured in prominent roles. Exactly. Uh, prominent Braun Strowman matches. Braun Strowman in that weird feud with Shane McMahon. With Shane. He, got, he, he had the Shane McMahon feud. Surely that makes you bulletproof. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, hey, Shane McMahon, he is the best wrestler in the world today. He won that trophy in uh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, I'll... Ruby and Lana were both just in the um, gauntlet match. Yeah, for the women's tag team championships. Yeah, but that's still like a prominent like yeah, spot. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just sad to see them go. My brother just after I explained it to him like that, he was like, "Wow, that is big. That's that that was a good way of explaining it." Yeah. And and now speculation is running rampant that it's like, "Hey, what happens when the company making is is you know tidying up and making all these big uh because wwe's hiring a lot of new executives yes it's it's also they're going to possibly sell at some point yeah and also uh you mentioned jim Cornette earlier apparently he was talking on his show about vince apparently buying a new house in la and he said you don't buy a house in LA if you fucking work in Stanford. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. So I'm I'm looking at this and I'm wondering if a potential sale is going to happen within the next like three or four years. Because mm. I don't think it's going to be like this year. We're going to hear about it, but no. it could be happening. Wow. And usually, and apparently, I was listening to a What Culture podcast and one of the presenters said something. I worked in a bank for uh, with the presenter, not me. I didn't yeah. work in a bank. Uh, one of the presenters said, like, I worked in a bank uh, and the year before me and everyone else got laid off, a bunch of new executives got shown in. And that usually happens when uh, to facilitate a transition of a sale or uh, or a company shutdown. And this company ain't shutting down. So probably going to have new owners soon. Oh, boy. And that's we're well. That's going to be very interesting to see. Let's see what happens with the network itself also, because currently the network is on, or currently uh, it's on with NBC. It's maybe WWE itself is just going to get sold to NBC with the network currently being on Peacock. Yeah. If NBC ha- is happy with it, they might get the whole, they might buy the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Except they won't have, they, well, they'll have SmackDown, but technically they won't because it's on Fox. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that, that Fox deal lasts currently until 2022, I think. Yeah. Um, but let's get, so, let's get back to something more positive. Let's get back to yeah, the Yeah, l- like AW double or nothing. Yeah, back to that. And speaking of positives, the Doctor is now the champion. D. Uh, the Doctor will see you now. 
D. M. N. D. D. Mm. Britt Breaker is now the AEW Women's Champion. Oh, my God. Um, so this is where the whole show proceeded to try and give me a heart attack <laughs> the entire time with anxiety because... There was, like, uh, first of all, uh, Britt Breaker versus Akara Shida, fantastic match. Yes. Um, I There were weird several moments, especially toward... I'm oh, sorry? Some weird moments in the middle, but good match still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there were a lot of moments where I thought, like, oh, Britt Breaker, she's not winning this. Yeah, she's yeah. She's actually going to lose this. But I don't know how she kept finding it, and she figured it out. Yeah, there was a new AEW championship belt also. Yeah, it was given to Akara Shida, you know, as a as a congratulations for being a full year as champion. One full year as champion. And we also wanted to make the belt look bigger now and more gold. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's definitely it's noticeably bigger. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And this match just rocked. Yeah, I just I was happy to see there was uh, they attempted to cheat obviously because that's what happens and Reba ended up hitting uh, Britt in the face with the crutch. Still yeah. worked out fine for her. Yeah, Britt wins. Britt still kicked out. Yeah. Britt wins the match and just gives Tony Schiavone the biggest hug on the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Are they good now? Are they cool now? Or is Britt still an asshole to him? So she, I think, is in like a Stone Cold Steve Austin position. And she put it that way, too. She mm. became got big and, cha- and you know became champion as a heel, but has such a backing behind her from the fans that it's undeniable. Okay. She basically is a face right now, but she's an asshole face. Okay, then. It's one of those. All right. Yeah, basically. And uh, mm-hmm. good on her. It, it's, it, as she put it, we're not, no longer in the era of 316. We're now in the era of DMD. So <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Good for her. Happy to see. And happy to see a return to the ring as Darby Allen and Sting faced Ethan, Cage, uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. By God, it's Sting! My, by God, my first pay-per-view ever was the last time Sting had a live match in front of a crowd. Right. Uh, it was uh, Clash of the or Night of Champions 2015, where he yeah, faced Seth God. Rollins. Yeah. And now, and now, after possible, after many people say it like, yeah, he's never wrestling again. He's back. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's like he he looked like what like 30 years younger than yep. he actually is in that took match. Some, Good lord! Took some big jumps, big hops on there. Yeah. He 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 was doing. He was doing suicide dives. Yeah. Stinger well, he splashes. did one big one. That yeah. was massive. Big stinger splashes, too. Yeah, definitely. So he's he's definitely going to be in this. He's going to be in the hot. He's going to be the hot tag guy. Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's like the perfect role for him. Yeah. I, did, I don't remember much of this match other than just them winning, if I'm being honest. I need to rewatch parts of this pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I remember Ethan Page just grabbing uh, Darby Allin and just throwing him into the crowd, apparently oh. onto his brother's. <laughs> who were in the front row. That whole front row also uh, that was um or most of that front row of uh, people there was also was fellow AEW wrestlers. I think yes. People got thrown into the crowd in other matches as well or into that front yeah, row. Yeah, definitely. They were thrown into the section where where the wrestlers were so they could actually properly catch them. Exactly. And be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean everyone Instead of having me a in this stunt match, granny. Yeah, ex- she's stunt a stunt granny. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, everyone impressed me in this match, especially like Ethan Page in particular, who when he debuted, I was like, really? Like, I don't even know who this is, but oh, uh, he, he really impressed me in this match. This whole. Also, I love the tag team name for Sky and Page. Uh, Men of the Year. Men of the Year. 
It was on their Titantron. It was like, and their Titantron was like a little like, almost like Forbes Vanity Fair magazine cover. Nice. Sort of deal. It was like the inside of an article. I love that. As a graphic designer, I love that Titantron. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah. Good to see Surprising. them come back. And um, we next had the AEW World Championship match between Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac. <sighs> Good match. I bit on every every single near fall. Yeah, He's, man. He was. Oh god. Orange was, so, was close. so close. There was, a, was that so was close. free trant. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, big thing about this night: the crowd being back made this night. Oh god, yes. Just hearing the fan chants too. Mm-hmm. Coming back, the DMDs. Um, everyone singing uh, Tarzan Boy, like I said before. Mm-hmm. Just brilliant. Um. In this match, Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac. Pac got hit with every one of those belts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for context, Kenny Omega has been going across different wrestling companies and has won the major world title of four different companies, I think. Three. Just that yeah, one three, of those companies has two belts at the moment. Right, yes. Uh, AW, uh, AAA. AAA in Mexico. Yep. Impact Wrestling here in the U.S. Which has their, which is the two belts. They have the Impact Championship and the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Right, right. And uh, that's currently as one belt right now merged together, but still two actual title belts. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it's cool to see him with all the belts. Though. It's really cool. I want to see him with yeah. even more. I want I want the NWA oh belts on him. Oh god, god he's imagine. not gonna be able to walk properly to the ring soon if he, he keeps getting more belts. He already has Michael Nakazawa wearing the belts to him when he goes to do interviews, <laughs> which I kind of hate. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, I think uh, with anything else we have to say, this is a fantastic match, as you said, biting at every moment. So many great yes. near falls, uh, moments where I thought Orange Cassidy was gonna win. Uh, yeah, this match, uh, twenty-seven minutes long, didn't feel like that at all. It felt nope. like fifteen. Yeah, exactly. To be honest. Yep. And um, I will. I will conclude my thoughts with saying, uh, Don Callis is a hairless mole rat, and I hate him. Yep. He said shit loudly on commentary. He's like, shit, shit, shit. Oh, yeah, he started to panic when he thought Kenny was losing. He's like, ugh. But he <sighs> threw his headset off and ran to the ring. God. Mm. <sighs> Pulled out the ref. The act is stellar. Oh, yes. Uh, and then we had the main event. Main God. event of the night. Inner Circle thought- and the Pinnacle in a stadium stampede match. Go the ahead. The Inner Circle... Uh, they had their entrance with flame pyro and rappelling down the side of the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium Titantron, mm-hmm. like they were Batman or something. And th- and I'm like, all right, this show's trying to give me a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, attack. just and I'm just like, don't, please, do- okay, they're fine. Yeah. Oh, grand entrances, just yeah, a whole. And lot that was fun. like that was like an early indication to me, and that gave me thought of like, oh, they're losing this. You don't have an entrance that cool. Yeah. Because it's like you have an entrance that cool because you are not winning this match. Oh yeah. But you would be wrong. Uh, yeah, I was totally wrong. So all the wrestlers that squared off against or separate uh, it became it became a bunch of separate fights from each other and all the wrestlers who you thought faced each other faced each other. Jericho was with MJF, uh Wardlow was with Hager, the mm-hmm. uh, Santana Ortiz were with uh, FTR and Tully, and Sammy Guevara was with uh Sean Spears. Uh, yes. Sean McMichael Spears. Yeah. 
He's he's getting kicked out. I think. I think he's getting yeah, kicked probably. out. Yeah, probably. If if they do, you know, kick out a member, he's the first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he's he's ultimately the one who end up getting end up resulting in their loss. losing the match because he got pinned. Yeah, because uh, they brought this. Uh, the the point. The end of the match happens when someone when one of these pairings was uh, brought to the ring to finish the match, yes. and Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara eventually made it to the end. We're sh- oh, I'm not. We shouldn't spoil this match. It was really really good. I think no, definitely that not. Santana and Ortiz versus uh, FTR and Tully though should have gotten a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, it, it felt it felt that segment did feel a little rushed. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that it was a nightclub fight. Yeah, with Conan. <laughs> that was a nice little touch with uh, with Conan, a uh, wrestling legend, uh, uh, Mexican wrestling legend as the DJ. That was quite cute. Yep, he even played. Um, I think he played one of New Jack's old songs. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's sweet. At least I heard that was a rumor. I'm not sure if that's true or not. All right, I'll have to watch back. If if yeah. that if that is the case, that that's a really nice little tribute yeah. to New Jack as well. That's a match I definitely want to rewatch. Um, oh. Highlights I gotta have. Uh, the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguar Urban gave an assist Meyer. to Jericho, yeah. uh, which was pretty funny with the laptop and the footballs. Oh, it's two football tosses was fun. Yes, uh, MJF. I enjoy watching him get beat up. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's, he got something stapled on his head. Yeah, he got put through a, a box. He got put through a box in the upper le- in the upper deck. Yep. Um, Great stuff. Uh, MJF and War- uh, MJ, uh, uh, Wardlow uh, almost stabbed uh, Jake Hager with an icicle. Or yeah, with an ice pick when they went into, like, the frozen meat locker. Yep. Uh, that was just a big old brawl. Uh, Sean way, Jericho's Spears. arm was in a cast this whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was he was all bandaged up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Sean Spears was in the, the chair room because he's the chairman. God. Yeah, that was oddly erotic. That the way that was shot was just, just was just like I I feel bad I forgot who said it, but he, someone said he's a steel sexual, <laughs> which is perfect. Someone in our in our chat when we watched it live said it. I I can't remember who said it. Oh my god. I was well, I wasn't there at that point. I was outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had two guests here as well when I was watching it. And by the way, we're gonna be ter- probably doing p- having people over my house for the next pay per view. Yes. Which will be fun. Um, I don't know what else to say about this match other than it was awesome just to see the night end with everyone singing Judas. Yeah. They went off the air with everyone singing Judas, the whole crowd, and I loved it. Yeah, it was beautiful. It, it's just like, yeah, wrestling's back. Send the crowd home happy. Yeah, wrestling's yep. back. Wrestling's fucking back. Full crowds are back. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I wonder where that leaves the future of the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Um, yeah. Are we going to get a third match? Rivalries don't end in AEW. That's what I've come to find out. I, yeah. Oh, God. I scratched yeah, too they, hard on my leg, it would seem. Oh, yeah. They uh, they pause. Yes, they pause and come back to it. They pause and diverge and eventually circle back round if appropriate. Exactly. And uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see them face off again. Yeah. And uh, you'll definitely see us again next time that we're here. So, uh, Jordan, how about I let you cl- start to close it up, my dude? I will, yes. So thank you so, so much for joining us here this week. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ underscore Securicast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible, TuneIn, Plus Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, and of course, our lovely host site, Podbean, at uh, jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. Yeah. Uh, 
Yes, you can find us on our Facebook page as always, which is our main source of information uh, at facebook.com slash JJSecuracastPod. And you can also follow us on Twitter at JJSecuracastPod. That's at JJSecuracastPod. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on our social medias as always, which you can find on the top left of our screen in Above orange. me. Yes, but if you're listening, uh, you can follow me on Instagram on and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9,000! Wow, went into falsetto there almost. Ah. And, <laughs> and you can follow Jared here on Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Hell yeah. And if you're listening to us on Podbean, Spotify, or any other audio services, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash j and J, that's the letters J, the word and, the letter J, underscore Securicast. Mm-hmm. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 8.30 and stay on until around 10. Join us, interact with the conversation, and your chat will also appear on the screen uh, during the ch- during the stream. Uh, please feel free to email us with any suggestions, any inquiries, biz- uh, whether they be business or t- if you want to give us money in any way, uh, or what you think we should talk about. Do mm-hmm. that at jjsecuricastpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme that I have to open up. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think we've wrapped up the Securecast for the evening. Um, we're sorry to you guys that we did not have uh, our guest, but uh, she's yeah. you know dealing with other things right now. Uh, eh, we wish life happens. Just... Exactly. Life happens. She is always welcome on the show, of course. Exactly. Hey, there's hopefully, a... hopefully we'll see her sometime in the near future. Exactly. Um, also, also let us know if you like, if you kind of don't mind the show being not every once every single week, but every other week. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, we tried something a little different. Uh, we needed a break. It was the holidays. And I already know a week coming up. Even if you think we should change the day, maybe. Yeah, who we knows? definitely could consider that. Yeah, yeah I'll have to change the banners and stuff. But yeah, exactly. I can do that. Exactly. And um, uh, where else was I going with this? Yeah. Oh, crap. Oh. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on our, keep an eye on our social medias, folks, if, if, if for any schedule changes that might come. Well, we will let you know. No, oh, this is like really important that I meant to let you know about. <laughs> Fudge. Uh, like I, th- uh, oh yeah, I, I'm not doing the streams anymore of me editing the show. Just, yes, it's not happening. Yeah. It, it made streaming not fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh darn it! What were we talking about that I couldn't <laughs> forget? Because it's like really gonna bug me. It's gonna get to my head now. Uh, what were we talking about a second ago? Uh, we were talking about we were talking about double or nothing. Um, We're talking about... Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, mark your calendar, because I do know a a Thursday night that we definitely can't do, uh, that we definitely cannot do, and that is uh, August, I think, 4th or 5th, because I have a Guns N' Roses concert that night. Oh, yeah. Concerts are coming back, baby, so I'm going to be going to those. All right, I'll bear that in mind. August 5th. Yeah. Right. Speaking of rock music... Uh, oh, they can hear it, but you can't hear it. But we're closing out the show right now here on the J&J Securecast podcast. You can listen to us here on other services. Make sure to check us out when we're live. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yep. Uh, join us next time. Take Jordan, do a flip. I'm in a chair, man. I'm going to break my chair. Okay. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. No. No, Jordan, no. There we go. There you go. Have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.